0: You may have played poker, but playing poker in Texas is a different animal. This is the Texas Poker Podcast with Tyler and Clint.
1: Hello, this is the Texas Poker Podcast. I'm Tyler. This is Clint.
0: What's up, y'all?
1: And we are back with episode 76.
0: Episode 76. It has been a minute since we were uh, recording. But, you know, things happen, and now we are back on the poker grind for better or for worse. For me, <laughs> been a lot worse lately. <laughs> Probably should be uh, maybe taking walks or doing something other than poker grind, but we are back on the grind.
1: Um, I actually have some pretty in- some, some interesting hands for you uh, this week. One um, I don't think you've heard, I don't think I've told you about, is I was at Doghouse. This was my. First hand I got involved in. I have king three of diamonds in the big blind. One guy makes it 15. And there's a few callers. And I think. Well. I kind of thought of it like as a suited ace. Was my thought. But I know that's not really correct. I make a loose call here.
0: Yeah. We can just call that a loose call. I mean it's not the worst. With the suited king there. Uh, Probably not optimal. But not definitely not the worst.
1: Um, The flop comes. King, three, deuce with two hearts. And well, one... now you're a genius. <laughs> exactly. Um, I check. And actually, wait. This guy was in the small. Uh, sorry, he was in the small blind. I was in the big blind. Um, so he bets. Let's see. How much did he bet? He bet 35 here. I call everyone else folds.
0: So he donked into the pre-flop Razor.
1: Yes, this guy is a heavy recreational player.
0: Okay, I gotcha.
1: And I kind of got the gist of that before the hand. Um, he's definitely, like, maybe... He has not played live poker more than five times, I would guess.
0: Okay, that makes sense. That's a pretty... odd. Aw- okay, I can get get it now.
1: Um, the turn is a king, giving me kings full of threes. Oh, very nice. So I just called his 35 on the flop. And then... Uh, he bets. Let's see. I called him, He bets seventy-five. I only call.
0: Okay. I'll tell you what I kind of think of these these in a minute.
1: The river is an offsuit five, so the front door flush misses, and I have um. What would it be? It'd be like second nuts. Okay. I open jam. Um, for my whole stack, which was I bought in for like. 400 or 500. Okay. He calls, and he has King 7 offsuit.
0: God almighty, what a lot. Li- There's no 7 on the board, is there? Nope. Wow, this is a... Uh... So, this is one that I really like. I like how you played this, and I think it's super exploitative, because I don't think I like it if it's another player. But it's a uh, with this being a heavy recreational guy, so he donks into you on the flop when you flop two pair of the board, king, three, deuce, uh, and two hearts. Normally, I like a raise here, uh, because I think you're going to get action from a lot of hearts, a king, or something like that. Difference being is recreational players typically are a little more nervous when the pots get bigger. So I really like this call here because I think this should be a raise a lot of times because if you're going to do this with your ace-high heart draws, your four fives here and there, and most heart draws are going to call and most kings are going to call anyways and anything else you're just not getting that much value from. I really like that. But with this specific player and how you uh, worded him, I think you played this really, really well.
1: Yeah, i say it, uh, it worked out great. Um obviously given his hand and who he was, everything worked out great for me, but here's where things go off the rails. Oh God. <laughs> so I'm very deep stacked now. Um, and here's, you know how we always say that there's one hand. That's like the session defining hand, right? You know, cue the music Here it is. <laughs> so I have ace queen of diamonds under the gun. I make it 20. The next guy to act immediately makes it eighty-five. Okay. Um, guy call or guy goes all in for eighty-seven. Everyone else folds. Back to me. What do you do?
0: I remember you telling me this, hand and look. So here's the thing. From a ex, if you're going with a GTO perspective, this is a hands down call for this Ace Queen and three bet. I think it's dependent is this guy is this a guy who three bets a lot?
1: He had three at me a ton. And he's also been three bet and four bet and folded. Then I think you have to call here. Yeah, so he was um pretty good. Pretty good player there. Um so I do call. He calls for the two dollars more. The flop comes ace of spades, king of diamonds, jack of diamonds. So I flopped the gutter to the nut straight the gutter to the royal flush and the nut flush draw with top pair. Do we think this is a good flop for you? I mean, I liked it when I saw it, but here's the thing is so that guy said before the hand, he said that he's jamming all river, all flops.
0: Okay. So, well, how much was how much did he have behind? $480. Oh God! So he's a, he's basically jamming two times the pot.
1: Yes. Um, so this is the flop. I'm out of position. I check it to him, and he jams for four hundred and eighty dollars.
0: So here's here's my issue, and I, look, I think I call this off. But at the same token, problems being is there's a ton of three betting hands that now ha- that now are there, right? Because oh. ace-king is there, aces are there, kings are there, jacks are there. Queen-10, uh, queen, queen 10, like a queen-10 suited, weird 3-bet is there. Uh, King-jack, if it was a weird. I mean, there's so much stuff that is is beating you here. That being said, h- hitting this ace here kind of just... I feel like a fold is super weak to get here and fold. Uh I don't know. Uh what did did he, did he actually jam for two times pot?
1: Oh yeah, he jammed immediately like advertised before the He said he was going to do it before the flop, did it right when I checked to him.
0: Okay, well, I'll tell you what. By the way you described this as a hand defining session, I'm going to go ahead and say you called. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I tank forever in a day, which I normally don't do. Um I end up calling uh Five of clubs on the turn, king of clubs on the river. So, Yeah, okay. had ace-king.
0: I think both me and you, one of our leaks is we need to, like, there's a lot of folds we know we shouldn't make and end up making a call.
1: Uh, you're talking pre-flop, obviously, right? I don't,
0: I don't think pre-flop. I actually think the pre-flop, I think it's a decent call here. I mean, you are ahead of, oh, well, I mean, Technically you should be calling against like Jack Ten and stuff like that. But I don't know. This is such a weird flop where so much gets there. Cause I mean, when you made this call, did you think did you was it kind of one of those like kinda screw it calls type deal? I you mean, did you how good did you feel when you made the call?
1: Definitely thought I was gonna need help, put it that way.
0: Yeah, that's kinda my thinking is like both me and you tend to like make some calls where I think we just know better at that point. Cause I shit, did it today.
1: <laughs> I was but, like, calm down, calm. Down. We haven't gotten to that part yet. <laughs> <laughs> so don't go spoiling it in the podcast. But <laughs>
0: yeah, it's a. Uh, so I don't know. I think that's kind of a leak there. Although that's just kind of a. That's a really weird flop to really put you in a weird spot.
1: So given those odds, you're not a fan of that call. Uh.
0: I think it's a very tough fold to make. I mean, once you get there with the ace. But you see what I'm saying? Oh, no, what are you hoping for? Yeah, yeah, he has, I mean, so many of his three betting hands, unless he's just doing it like randomly with eight, nine suited or Mm -hmm. something like that.
1: That would be sad.
0: I mean, that would be the only thing that uh, I can see that you're beating there, really.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I lost. And then, uh, um, the hand that got me out of there, I had, um, a flush draw on like a double paired board where it was like nine, nine, deuce, deuce. And I had a flush draw, and the guy was bending so tiny. I was like, I, he does not have a boat here ever, was my read. Uh, the river was a jack giving me the flush. And, um, he shipped it, but at that point, after that big hand, I I was almost had no nothing behind. It. I had like a hundred bucks. I call. He has pocket jacks for hitting the one jack that gives me the flush and gives him a boat. Oh my god!
0: So I was like, wow,
1: there's ever a time to leave.
0: That's that's the time to leave at that point. I mean, talk about a dirty, dirty river card. That's <laughs> a. Uh... But, uh, yeah, at that point, you're, I mean, good read that he didn't have the boat. I mean, he did have you beat at that point, but your read that a flush would be good. Should but be, should have been good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. But... um you want me to talk about the home game that we played t- as well? If I had those two interesting hands. Yeah, absolutely. So, I have Ace King. I believe I was under the gun, right?
0: I think so, yeah.
1: And I made it I made it pretty big, didn't I? So we're playing a one two game. And I think I made it fifteen.
0: Uh it was pretty decent size. I think you did make it fifteen. It's a one two game, but it is playing slightly bigger, so I think fifteen was probably a pretty good raise there.
1: I thought I three bet him and he four bet.
0: Wait, are you
1: Right, so something is something is a miss here. I I might have been in the big blind and put the 3 bet in and then he put the 4 bet in.
0: That sounds right cuz I definitely yeah. know he his was a 4 bet. Yeah,
1: okay. So I was in the big blind, that's right. Okay. Um So, I'm in the big blind with ace king. So, makes it 15 and there's a ton of callers as a home game would be, right? Right. So, I believe I bumped it up to 100. Right, and then I immediately get four, four bet jam for like four hundred eighty dollars. And
0: I I remember I was I'm two seats to your right, and I was like, oh, this sucks for Tyler, because I thought you were fairly weak here, because it was he bet there was just a ton of field callers. I thought you could be doing this with like queen jack suited or like, just, I, th- I felt like this was a squeeze play that was done pretty light. So, and now I, I did not realize how strong you were at this point.
1: Uh, um, so everyone folds and then I uh snap call and he has jack 10 suited you said.
0: Yeah, jack 10 of hearts. Yeah.
1: Um flop a 10, turn and river nothing. I lose. I mean, Very I thought depressing.
0: I, I thought it was a good call. I it, I mean, you say I mean, me and you go back and forth cuz you say this is just a standard call.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh yeah. I mean, I'm not certain that it is for me. These I mean these four bet jams granted he has Jack Ten here, so maybe it should be a standard call, but it seems like on these four bet jams, so often I'm seeing at the very least Jacks or Queens. <laughs> the
1: very, I think at the very least Jack Ten suited. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jacks or Queens and then like and granted, I mean, ace. you have ace-king, you're blocking aces, you're blocking kings. Doesn't mean it's not possible. And with these four-bet jams are usually so, so polarized that, I mean, it's just, I'm not certain it's a great... So, I mean, I thought it was a really good call. I mean, I think I make
1: the call, but I'm not feeling great when I make the call. Yeah, well, if you fold Ace King there, we're just fighting on site, So, <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you what—you better not t- turn it over when you fold.
0: Uh, oh, oh, If I do, I'm definitely flipping it up.
1: Just <laughs> say, and if he shows Jack Ten, I mean, oh my gosh! I mean, I'll be on till. I'll be on the ground.
0: Yeah, I'll be <laughs> like he was gonna flop a ten.
1: <laughs> um, and then right after that, I have a hand where I'm under the gun with aces, and now I only have about seventy dollars left. Things have not gone my way this t- This table is pretty raised happy table, would you say?
0: Yeah, I definitely think that.
1: So I do the mistake that when someone makes this mistake and loses, I always say you deserve to lose. So here you go. say <laughs> uh, <laughs> so don't feel bad for me. So I limp aces under the gun. <laughs> Everybody on the table limps. The flop comes Jack, Jack like eight um i bet 20 bucks everyone folds gaia to my right and the big blind ships it for my other 50 bucks i mean definitely calling i
0: mean granted (laughs) i mean you know he's got a jack you're never folding though
1: (laughs) yeah he has a jack as advertised and rivered another jack for quads with the jack four
0: i mean we sound like the biggest bunch of Donkeys on this podcast man I'm talking about folding ace King pre-flop And you're limping aces under the gun I think our game is just off the Goddamn rails right now
1: <laughs> oh, I haven't limped aces in like Must be over two years but I remember why now <laughs> <laughs> I don't know In the moment I thought it was good um, Which is what every losing player says so yeah, I'll well, just stick with it
0: It's okay <laughs> thought, thought, thought A lot of plays I've made good lately Or lately too <laughs>
1: So that that's basically uh, – I have one more session, but I think do we want to talk about some of your sessions first?
0: Let me see. Are, you, are we going to your 101, Katie? Is that your last session? That's my last
1: session, yeah. Okay. So. Uh,
0: yeah, I've got a couple sessions. And it, like, I'm basically just going to do one hand for each session because I feel like it really kind of defines that session. Even, sometimes not even the biggest hand, but just the most interesting and showing how I'm playing. Yeah. Uh, I have aces
1: under the gun, and I limp. That's my session.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, the other day I'm at Doghouse. I have queen tens of diamonds. I raised to 15. Uh, I think there's two callers. Flop is king, nine, deuce with two diamonds. So, I flop the gutter with a flush draw. I bet 20. Yeah, that would be about right. I bet 20. No, this must be heads up. Yes, I Because I would bet, I bet more. Uh, I bet more, I'm definitely betting more than half pot. So then we are heads up. I bet 20, he calls. The turn is a seven. I think this is just kind of, I'm so, so strong here with this draw. I think it's a good barrel card. I'm like, I can get him off of a nine. I can get him off of, you know, a lot of other, of anything other than a king.
1: Can you go over the flop and the turn one more time? What are the cards?
0: The flop is king, nine, deuce with two diamonds. Mm -hmm. And the turn is a seven. And I have the queen, ten of diamonds. Okay. Uh, I bet 50. He kind of hesitates for a while and calls. The river is eight off. I break everything. So I think I polarized him enough to say that this is almost always a king. He checks, I check, and he rolls over Jack Deuce of Diamonds for a pair of deuces. Yeah,
1: yeah, you hate that.
0: Yeah, it was a... Uh... So, I mean, if I put any type of third barrel here, I definitely get up the fold. But I also think that's results-oriented because that's a very specific hand. I think normally he does have a king here and beating the vast majority of other draws. I, I actually do like my check. I think it's just very hand dependent that he uh, happened to have that hand. Hmm. I know you hate the check. Oh, I mean, I, like... yeah, don't even. I mean, I know for a fact. I, th- uh, I, I can see your face getting red right now from yeah. the check.
1: Yeah, I mean, nothing will put me on tilt more than playing a hand like that. Um, oh god.
0: <laughs> but, but I mean, okay, but what? So let's say, okay, what do you consider? What kind of bet are you hoping? To make. Like, give me a how much you would bet here.
1: So, you bet how much pre-flop?
0: I bet I raised to 15 pre-flop. Mm-hmm. So, he calls, that makes about 30 in the pot. I bet 20 on the flop. So, there's 70 on the flop going to the turn. So, we're looking at there's about 170 in the pot here.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,. I mean, shoot, apparently after my 101 session, I'd bet about 150. But, um, yeah, uh, I just like another barrel there every time. Uh,
0: but you think uh, a king is folding there?
1: You can make him think about it if you overbet pot.
0: So let's say you, well, okay, overbet, or let's say a pot size bet. You're gonna to have to win that one out of every two times. Do you think you're winning one out of every two times there? With like forget king or everything, just in his total hands that he has here.
1: I think one three players play bad enough to where I just leave it in their hands to make me profitable, to make those incorrect folds. Oh, well, see, whenever
0: I, the... I think one three players, oh, like overcall. I think there's more one three players who call with who stack off a top pair.
1: Um. Kind of. I don't know. But it depends how much money you bet, right? I think they... It's kind of player-dependent, I think, right? Like, the some players who are more... You get the some guys who are drunk and don't care. Those guys, horrible to bluff. I've tried it. They call it every single time. Yeah. But after he gives that hesitation, I like a third barrel there. Depending on if you think it was a real hesitation call on that turn.
0: Like I say, I don't... I think he's polarized enough like if i don't think a king is folding and i have most of draws beat because at that point i once i bet that turn i don't think he's hanging on with a nine or something so it's very i don't know i still like the check even though it definitely a third barrel gets it done but i think it's he just happened to have a weird hand where it does it
1: would have been fun if you put the third barrel and he calls (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, with a deuce. Yeah, that'd be about right. I'd but, be like, this is why I say bluff less.
1: <laughs> but nothing would, nothing tilts me more than when a hand plays out like that and I'm on your end of it. I mean, I know that. I mean, God, that tilts me so much.
0: That didn't bother me that much, just because I thought that that's how that was going to play out. I mean, I was tilted by not getting a diamond or a queen or a ten when I keep just getting killed by these two and three outers. But it's a... Uh, but on that, it's—I mean, if you're going to do, like, a pot size bet, I mean, you have to win one out of every two times. So, if you don't think you're winning one out of every two times, it's definitely a losing bet.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, really? I just like the betting just in general when with that little showdown value. Yeah. Just because uh, just you would bet big with your big hands, too, there.
0: Ooh, see, that's where we— I think that's where we're different. I think I have showdown value here. Oh, they're going to
1: say you like betting small with your big hands. I was like, get (laughs) out (laughs) of here. That's where we're different. I like to bet tiny when I have a good hand.
0: Well, because if he has just a random diamond draw, let's say he has jack three of diamonds instead. I mean, if he has just a random draw like that, I actually, I'm still winning here.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I know. But, I mean, you're trying to get pocket pairs, small pocket pairs to fold. You're trying to get what he had to fold.
0: I mean, small pocket pairs. I mean... Yeah, I bet fifty on the turn. Most people are not staying in with that.
1: See it every day,
0: but <laughs> I guess I don't know. That seems seems like that's really a reach to kind of hope that he has a small pocket pair there, or a small
1: pair. Sorry, like a well, nine. Like a yeah. nine would be considered a small pair there.
0: Oh, I think he, I think most people release that on the turn. I mean, yeah. most people. I mean, we obviously there's I say it's obviously very... everything's on like a scale. I mean, there's people who are just calling down with just nothing, and there's people who are folding like a king, like even like king queen on the turn. But I mean, I think most people. (laughs) But me and you are just going to, I mean,
1: talk circles around this. Yeah, we're going to talk
0: circles around this, and I don't think I'm coming off my point. You're coming off yours. And I think they both have valid validity.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's where we disagree, but we'll continue.
0: Oh, uh, God. Next time I'm at a table and you bluff and somebody calls, I'm going to laugh and but laugh no, but and laugh. But it's fine.
1: I, it's fine if they call. That's that's all part of it. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's how you're going to play that bluff the same as you play the nut. It's fine. I, it doesn't bother me if they call.
0: Yeah, but if, but you have... But, okay, that's true, but that means you have to have... At the very least, like, as many nuts as you do bluffs there.
1: I think a little bit over. You have to have, like, 60% nuts there, right? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Which, like to think I do. But whenever you get caught bluffing, it is what it is. Yeah. It, but I'll tell you mean, what. D-
0: I will say, you, get light, you, you do get lighter calls on the river. I will say that. I mean, that's without a doubt helpful.
1: Yeah. say it doesn't bother me if someone picks off a bluff. I mean, sometimes that can be annoying, but... That's how that style is played, right? I mean, you're going to get called and it's
0: fine. 100%. I do believe there's times where you need to have a bluff there. Mm -hmm. I mean, but I like my bluff there if I'm having 7 8 of diamonds more than I like queen 10 of diamonds.
1: I agree. I agree with that. Because, I mean,
0: like, then I'm like, well, I can get people off ace high of diamonds, king, you know, king high, queen high, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, all of those. So it's a, uh, with that specific one, I didn't mind it. But like I say, I mean that. I mean, he just wound up with a hand that it would have that third barrel would have been good against.
1: Like like you were saying, I mean, it's very hard to break down these one three guys play. I mean, he might have called with a deuce. He might have. I mean, who knows, right? He probably was. He probably even the guy who was studying. If he's playing Jack Deuce suited, probably not. So that's all. It's point. very weird to try to break down if you have showdown value versus a guy playing random cards. That's a
0: very good point. It's very hard I mean, to
1: break down what we should be doing versus a player like this um, and what he would do. I mean, he was probably just drunk partying, having a good time, and just like, Meh, I'll play poker today.
0: No, I mean, it's <laughs> so, very, very possible.
1: So it's very weird to be like, how we got to beat these guys? <laughs> seems like we can't beat these guys.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> this dude's getting more and more convinced every single day. Uh, okay, so... I have a a very interesting hand, and I don't do a lot of, like, I do a lot of table talk, but I don't really do a lot of, like, trying to, like, get an edge with it. It's a, uh, and this one was more about accident, but I think it did help. So, it starts off with, I have queen, queen on, and I raise it pre-flop to, like, 20.
1: So you have pocket queens? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, it's an ace-high flop. Guy donks into me for tiny. I call. Standard float, yeah. Uh, the turn he jams, there's a deuce, and he jams, but he only has, like, $70. (laughs) I'm like, well, I'm getting one to three here. It seems like every now and then this could just be a bluff. Uh... I Um,
1: feel like it's going to be an ace a bunch, but tell me you call and you're good.
0: No, I call it, I'm bad. Wow, okay. That's
1: what I feel like it was going to be most of the time. Yeah, (laughs) well, I mean,
0: most of the time, I like, it was very, like, I don't know, the guy didn't seem to be, like, he seemed to have a very weird style of play. I couldn't tell if he was very new or what was going on there. And I was like, well, I don't know, if he calls what, if he calls my, because I think I raised it might have even been more than 20 and he had limped pre-flop. I'm like, well, if he limps pre-flop, he's not got ace-king, ace-queen, ace-jack, probably. So that's on view few al- aces. And if he happens to just hit an ace here when we're heads up, I mean, I guess he's just getting paid. But he gets paid. Uh, what did he have? He had, he had ace-deuce offsuit.
1: <laughs> like I said, I don't even know why we bother talking about how these people play and if they're going to fold and stuff. I mean... <laughs> I mean, you just scratched that last ten minutes of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, this whole like showdown value—if we should be third, I mean, put it this way: do what you want. <laughs> yeah, shit. Do what you want. I actually have changed my whole stance completely. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Solid point. <laughs> Against these rec. Play- do what you want. Yeah. I mean, I just whatever. I don't I mean, care. I'm, I
0: mean, gonna start, I'm gonna start taking dice <laughs> to the goddamn table. I tell you what—they're gonna—they're gonna do my decisions for me.
1: Yeah. Completely changed my stance on that uh, ace-10 hand, uh, queen-10 hand.
0: So, later, and I'm not running bad, but I get super tilted just from being card dead. I mean, we get like two and a half hours. Like, I go two and a half hours where I see like eight-four off, nine-five off. Stop, 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 stop.
1: Okay, let's say this is happening to you, right? Why not just play one of these junky hands just so this doesn't happen to you? I feel like this happens to you a lot, where you get tilted from card deadness.
0: Oh, I was I, I was limping that's how bad a card did I was doing it just for something to keep my sanity but it was just so bad that it was just I don't know I I get so tilted from this
1: yeah I know I, I don't like that's like how you don't get tilted whenever uh you check down Queen high and lose to a pair of deuces that tilts me but like getting carded like that I'll just play like a hand like the King three suited just to you know be playing a hand every once in a while to avoid such a situation.
0: Yeah. Like I usually when I'm doing that. Usually I still have kind of a minimum, like King three suited might be like my minimum. I mean, so scratch it was just so bad
1: and go with a uh, position. Yeah. Do something in position or something just cause I feel like with you, we hear this story a lot, how the car deadness will lead to tilt, which I feel like you could maybe avoid it by p- maybe playing a few hands in position
0: I'd probably just go for a walk or something. I don't know. But, Maybe. But yeah, I, but I have, well, I have done like a over, like I don't limp, but I will have an over limp strategy, and I'm trying to d- use that a little bit here and there with some of these hands just to kind of prevent, because I'm like, well, if I have $3 here and there, I mean, I am going to hit some decent hands, and that's not how I like to play, not just trying to hit random flops, but... If, at the end of the day, it's keeping me from just, you Donkey know, losing my stack. mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I am trying to do some things like you're saying. But it was really bad that night. But I... So, I'm... The, uh... I... What was it? I have King Six. Suited. Suited. Good. Uh <laughs> It's like, what suit? Spades and clubs? The flop is, like, 3-3-6. Three, three, and it is a multi-way flop. And like it checks all the way around to me i bet so and then this guy the same guy raises me and it like it folds around and i'm like i don't think many people are gonna fast play trips here so i actually thought i was ahead and i tell him i'm like i think you're the only person i fold to but i haven't seen you bluff all night you've had it every time and i fold and i think it leads to this next hand where I have King 10 suited.
1: So we don't know. He never shows. He never shows. Oh, okay. uh, King
0: 10 suited.
1: I like he, that fold, by the way.
0: Yeah. Oh, gl- glad to hear it. I mean, I, look, like, I thought it was kind of weak, but at the same token with that mm, guy. Like, seem...
1: like we said, those one. I mean, for depending on if he's like a rec player or like um, more someone who studies, I think folding there multi-way like that is... Definitely profitable move. If you raise and maybe had it like three ways to the flop, that's one thing. That's if, true. If With you that multi way. You're gonna see a three there, I would say ninety to ninety five percent of the time. I mean you're always gonna see a three there, I would put it basically. So
0: Yeah, that's true. That's like I think it would like that was a little bit of the tilt talking, like just thinking that, well, like you know, you start to justify certain actions or whatever. But I folded. Yeah, it's a. Uh,
1: that's what I was gonna say before you told me what happened. That he raised. That I like your bet here, but if you get raised, you have to fold. Yeah, uh, just seeing it so multiway. But go ahead.
0: Uh, I have king ten suited. I raise. He calls. It comes king, something, and king blank blank uh, with one spade.
1: And you have king ten of spades. Yeah. Okay.
0: I bet he re-raises me. I bet like 25, he re-raises me to 75. Don't love this spot being with a shitty kicker.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking I'm folding here a ton of the time right now. So give I, me a reason not to, I guess. I call. What's the reason?
0: Uh I don't know. I mean, seems kind of <laughs> seems kind of weak with top pair. I mean, uh, Okay. So the turn is pairs
1: the board. Obviously not with the king.
0: Obviously not with a, a king. He checks. Or I check. He bets. I'm like, well, I'm going to call again. Sure. The river's a queen. And now he, like I check, he goes all in. But, I mean, he goes all in for like $40 now.
1: Uh, well, okay. So, they are just calling. I mean.
0: Yeah. It's a That might be. I think the turn bet was actually pretty small. He was betting super small. A lot of times. So outside of that re-raise, I think the turn bet was actually a very small bet, and that leads me to a call. So now, the so now my uh, my kicker's been upgraded. Right. I, again, I have king ten of spades. Flop a king, one spade. Uh, the turn pairs, pairs the, board. the board. River queen. So I basically have two pair with a queen kicker now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes all in. I'm like, well, I mean, at this point, now that my uh, my kicker's been upgraded. The only thing is Ace King, which he didn't re-raise pre-flop. I think now it's a snap call for the pot.
1: I mean, for forty dollars, it's a I
0: call, and he says he and he's like I show, show it over. He kind of shrugs and just mucks his hand.
1: Very poorly played by him, I think. But
0: I think, but I think what kind of led to that call and him playing that way was my comment on like you just never bluff.
1: Oh, oh, you're thinking that that's his stand to make a bluff.
0: I think is he, he thinks I'm overfolding when I say I'm just folding something fairly decently big because I'm saying he never bluffs. And then all of a sudden, for the first time tonight, he ends up betting okay. three barrels where okay. he has nothing.
1: I thought your table talk was him shrugging and mucking. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I'm with you. Now I'm with you. Now I'm with you. <laughs> I turn it over and he just goes, meh. I was like, that was sick. Okay. 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 Like, <laughs> are you sure you're not Eric person? <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, what? Okay. If you're going to bluff, it was a horribly designed bluff by him, right? To I just know,
0: I mean, you just said you would have folded on the flop. So. No, no, no,
1: no, no, uh. exactly. I would have folded on the flop, but to bet, to do that, then bet tiny and tiny. I mean,
0: Oh yeah, no, a hundred percent. I mean, that, that was what he's been doing all night, which made me think he was pretty new. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that was also led to my
1: kind of queen, my queen's call.
0: <laughs> I uh, wonder if
1: he had a king. Didn't know that you guys were chopping the pot.
0: You know what? It could have been possible. Yeah. I mean, he didn't seem that new. I don't think he did.
1: I mean, sometimes it's hard. But, to, I mean, sometimes if you're, you know, I mean, you just see King Ten, and you're like, ugh, my, you know, yeah,
0: my King Eight's no good. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a possibility. So
1: that is an interesting kind of situation though with that table talk dynamic.
0: Yeah, I thought he basically did that because of that. I mean, at least that's, I could be completely wrong, but it seems like when I accuse when I him of never bluffing and then all of a sudden call him down with a king with a top pair kind of crappy kicker and I'm good for three streets, seems like it might have had something to do with it.
1: Oh, 100%. I mean, I tell people that all the time. Um, if I fold and show him a big hand and I'm like, well, you've literally never shown a bluff ever. Mm-hmm. Never bluffed ever, so why would I ever call? <laughs> you know, or like, I mean, like, like, will you get mad if I show you your bluff? Absolutely not. I mean, sure. I mean, if you can bluff, show me. Tyler's
0: like, you can show it to me because I know you don't. Ha- I know you yeah. have the stone cold Nut. so go ahead and show me that bluff. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So
0: the uh, uh, the next uh, so that was a decent. It was actually a pretty decent, uh, decent night of profit on that one. I think I was up, like, 350 on that night. Uh, I go to Doghouse today, and just, there's nothing, uh, I guess I get, I, I conclude this hand, because it's just kind of what tilted me into the crappy play of the other hand. Uh, I have Ace... Wait, what was ace it? Ace 10 he, of diamonds. Ace 10 of diamonds, you're right. I, flo- uh, I raise... Well, okay, actually, I... End up squeezing with pocket tens in a position. Get three, uh, get four bet all in and have to fold. So I'm already a little tilted off that. I then have ace ten of diamonds. Uh, Raise it pre-flop. There's, I think, three callers. No, there's two callers. It's a paired board of six high. I was like, well, this is, I'm probably good here. I can bet for value and protection. I bet pretty decently big. I think uh, I bet like, well, 25 into like 45. I get one call. The second, it's an eight of diamonds giving me the nut flush draw. He checks. I'm like, well, this is over card to the board. It's giving me extra equity.
1: I love a big bet here.
0: Yeah, and I do bet pretty big here. Uh, I think I bet like 80. Okay. He ends up, he kind of waits a little while, but ends up making the call. The river's a brick. He checks. I'm like, well, I just blasted this turn. Yeah. I don't know that this does anything. So I check behind, and he has ace eight, which he turned a a three-outer on me. So pretty tilted at that point. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Uh, I mean, I don't say that to him, but he, I think everybody knew I was kind of frustrated, but I just say nice hand.
1: Oh, I mean, literally everyone always knows when you're frustrated. <laughs> I don't hide it well. No, not at all.
0: Uh, Tyler's like, you seem frustrated even when you're winning half the
1: time. <laughs> you seem frustrated now.
0: I mean, I am, <laughs> just, trust me. Just, just
1: talking about that hand.
0: Uh, so I'm a little tilted. I raised Jack eight suited.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Uh, Kind of a light raise, but whatever. It's a uh, called think three ways. I bet very. Uh, it comes out Jack eight three. With Any flush two or... hearts
1: Okay.
0: I uh bet pretty big. I'm like, well, this is super wet. Let yeah. me go ahead and just let me go ahead and just blast away. A Jack's not folding. You know, hearts aren't folding. Nine uh, tens not folding. I bet 45 and get one call. The turn is a queen. So, I don't love it. I'm like 9-10 gets there. But I'm like, well, I think I can still bet for value here.
1: I'm still definitely betting here until I mean, told otherwise. I'm definitely putting it more on a flush draw than a straight draw, personally. That's me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm beating all still outside of Queen Jack. I'm betting beating King Jack. I'm beating Ace Jack, Jack Ten. Oh, I mean, tons uh, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. there's a, just a ton of stuff I'm beating. I'm still I'm still beating all the flush draws outside mm-hmm. of ones that randomly had a Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet very big. He makes the call. The river pairs the board, which is god awful for me.
1: What card pairs the three? Oh, okay, okay.
0: So, this is super problematic, because now it's like a flush draw that was just a queen. Beats you. (laughs) Now beats me, because now I just have a counterfeit two pair. God. He bets 150, and this is one I know I should be folding. I was about to say, this is just a snap fold. This should be a fold 100% of the time. This is, I mean, I'm like, well, I can beat some flush draws. I mean... I guess I could beat...
1: Pocket twos, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I guess I could still beat ace-jack, king-jack, right? I mean, my 2 pairs better. That's true. Uh, so, I mean, it, it should definitely be a fold. But with me beating those hands, me beating some other jacks, me beating other, some flush draws, because uh, the flush draws did break.
1: I mean, this sounds like a super tilted call. This is a very tilted I call. I going to say, all the stuff he could have, this sounds more... Like a tilted call than anything. I mean, it's definitely a tilted. Putting them on hands that you block seems weird, but okay. I mean,
0: like. Well, I mean, and here's the other thing is we we say, like, well, there's missed flush draws. Here's the problem not everybody bets missed flush draws. 100%. I mean, probably the majority don't, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, like I said, do what you want with that.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was a very tilted, a very shitty tilted call. So what happened? Uh, I call and he shows over nine ten for a turn straight. <laughs>
1: but if you're like, I was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. I mean,
0: hey, shitty calls still win sometimes. Uh, and like I say, it was all my own fault. I mean, it was bad luck for a bad turn, but I mean, it was definitely a bad play on the river when it's a river that could have probably saved me. So which happens.
1: I mean, hundred percent happens. Happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I can definitely get behind. Like I was tilted, made a bad call for sure. I mean, that happens to everyone. A hundred percent. I mean, yeah, just matter of playing the game.
0: So that'll lead us into this discussion. Like I am now on my worst downswing I've ever been on in my poker career. Mm-hmm. How's it treating you? My hair is about <laughs> to start falling out, man. Yes. It is just God awful. I mean, it's, a lot of coolers, and then the coolers lead to just crappy play. I mean, it's <laughs> uh, it, it just been that way for a while. Uh, down to my lowest hourly rate in my poker career. There is a certain point. Now, me and you were talking about, like, I'll, I like cash games are decent, but they can get grindy, god-awful boring, playing just mind-numbing hours, right?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. that's what you sign up for, though.
0: Yeah. Oh well, no, a hundred percent. Now the tournaments are to me a way fun, but we're very skeptical. They're probably not that profitable in the long run.
1: Um, these small stakes tournaments, probably not.
0: Right. So, but they, but they are a lot more fun. Is there a certain point, like, because let's say, okay, let's say you can't just say cash games profitable. You should do that to me. Because let's say your cash game hourly is $4 an hour. You're making a profit, but it's almost nothing. And then on top of that, you're going through wild swings all the time that are kind of screwing with you versus just doing something for fun. It wouldn't be worth it, I believe, right?
1: Um, I mean, when sold to me like that. I mean, how can
0: I, I, mean <laughs> I don't I, well i'm I'm giving an extreme to make it like an easy answer there because i mean that's obviously not worth it yeah it's a no here's the question is like is there a certain point where it's a break even like i'd never not quit i'd never quit playing poker but there's a certain point where you just do it for fun not for really profit i'm wondering is have you ever thought about what the point is for you
1: so here was I guess going to answer your question that I was uh, waiting to talk to you about on the podcast was, I think for everyone that point is different, right? The hourly is different, like you know, if you're making whatever that but you think tournaments is more fun and the swings are more enjoyable, but I think honestly that you enjoy playing tournaments more than me. I think you I, I think from what you described, I definitely like playing cash more than you, but <laughs> I mean <laughs> um, so, I mean, me I don't find tournaments that much more fun.
0: No, okay. See, I thought... Well, okay, like, but here's my thing is, like... Because we, we talked about this when trying to get other people into poker. Like, you know, I started out playing poker at, like, the free roll bar tournaments before I was ever, like, profitable in a cash game. Debatable right about now. I was about to say. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a... Uh, so... And, I mean, like, I think tournaments, the vast majority of people just find them more fun because there's, you know, you're kind of laddering up. There's a first place. There's a defined winner. I mean, there's a point where you have to take risk. Like, it's a, uh, because you, all the free rolls are always going to be tournaments. Because if you did a free roll cash game. It'd be a disaster. I mean, mean, people would just uh, be bored out of their goddamn minds.
1: Well, no, no, but I'm not talking about a free roll versus. Another no, fraud. I'm
0: just using it as if there wasn't money and like tournaments are fun. Like cash game, you have to have the money to even make it fun, right?
1: Yeah, 100. percent
0: Like whereas tournaments, there's a certain like winning aspect that makes it more fun.
1: Well, I wasn't really thinking I would go play a free roll tournament. I was more thinking like a smaller stakes tournament, like the hundred dollar freeze out or something.
0: Well, no, I'm that's what I would do, but I'm just I'm using the cash. I'm using the fact that it was free. And it would still be fun to show, like, cash game, you just couldn't do the same thing. And that's no, why, that, I'm considering that's more fun.
1: That point is true um, in the sense of the freeness. But we're not talking about was free stuff either, though, right? We're talking about playing cash versus playing, like, a bigger, like, a $80 tournament, right?
0: Right, exactly. That, that's the comparison.
1: Right. So, I, to me, I find cash more fun than that.
0: Hmm. I'm just super shocked at that.
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't play that many tournaments.
0: Well, that's true. You haven't played a lot of tournaments and stuff like that. But I guess... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, cash... Well, I mean, cash game is such a grind versus a tournament to me. And that's where I think I am. Like, I mean...
1: So that was to my point, though, to where that point of, like, your hourly when it's worth it and not worth it varies for everyone. Just because... I think for you, even if your hourly was like, let's just say $10 an hour. Just throw $10 an hour out there, right? Okay. I think for you, you might start leaning toward playing uh, tournaments because you're like, well, $10 an hour, whatever, right? Like that's not what you're shooting for. Right. You might just rather have some more fun. For me, I think my... would my like that point where i start doing the for fun tournaments would be lower than ten dollars like my my point would be lower than yours i, I feel that way because i feel like you have more fun playing tournaments than i do i would play tournaments more as a mix-up than it is for like a super fun time
0: oh yeah um, well i mean because like when i was when i took that little break and i was playing tournaments super fun i mean now like i say is it prof? <laughs> crap i was I think the really? Texas Card House. So it was more profitable too. But I mean, we don't like we, but that being said, we still don't believe that in the long run it's more profitable.
1: Here's kind of like to that point though, like everyone has a break even. When everyone talks about playing poker professionally, right, the amount of money you'd have to make as a lawyer to quit your job versus the amount of money you have to make as a McDonald's uh, cashier right, is going to be a different point, right? It's That's kind of true. the That's same a good point. That's kind of the same thing. So that point moves for everybody. So like your lawyer isn't going to quit when they start making $50 an hour playing cash. But if you're a cashier making minimum wage and all of a sudden you're making $27 an hour consistently, you're probably going to start doing that.
0: I mean, it's a solid point that it would be different for everybody. Because like like you say, if if I'm making $12 an hour and I'm making $8, and even if I was grinding out $8 an hour at cash games, probably not going to give up the cash games. Mm Mm-hmm. But it okay, yeah. I mean, it is a solid point because I think you're right. I think it is different for everybody. It's uh,
1: because I think you really enjoy playing tournaments, which is why that point for you is just a lot higher than I think for other people.
0: Oh, I think yeah, way more fun. Well, because I mean, tournaments like you, I mean, they start out like a cash game and grindy, but there's a certain point where you know the blinds come in it. You have to, you're gonna have to take risks. You're gonna have to do that. Whereas cash games. I mean, I don't know, to me, it's like, I mean, people say nitty, but most, of the, almost literally every winning player I know is nitty. Yep. So, it's really, you know, kind of best-handing a lot of people. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's more than pre-flop, but it's to a degree. It starts there. It starts there, and kind of, that's where it, the mountain, that's where the, you know, kind of the avalanche starts, and it just rolls from there. <laughs>
1: Hundred percent can agree with that.
0: So okay, it was it was something I've I've been grappling with for a little while. So that was a good kind of discussion because I'm sure everybody's kind of got that point and like what they would do and all there.
1: Absolutely. Um, Did you have any other sessions that you wanted to cover for this week? Because I mean, I have a big one, but a big uh, session. But I feel like we've already, I mean, at fifty minutes. Feel like everyone's good with us.
0: Okay. Well, how about we use that? That'll be that big session will be a good way to kick off next next podcast. You want to do that? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I say
1: because it's a long break. I mean, there's a lot of hands on this next one. So I mean, we just I don't think we have enough time on this episode. So, okay. Yeah,
0: that's uh, let's we'll just use that that big one to kick off next one.
1: Sounds good. I guess on that note, this will conclude the Texas Poker Podcast. We'll talk to you next week.
0: <laughs> that was the Texas Poker Podcast. Go ahead and rack up, add time, and we'll see you next week.